Oh yeah. Hey, welcome to DG Boxing Center Radio for the Cochino Comedy Podcast. Hope you guys are listening. We're here in Long Beach in beautiful Long Beach, probably about a hundred degrees out here, but we're by the ocean. So I know so many people are listening uh, from all over the world. Uh, so we're gonna knock this thing out. So we got a couple great interviews uh, today. Uh, so you guys will be hearing another episode of, of a good show here at uh, DG Boxing. Remember DG Boxing. Make sure you guys come out and check it out. Uh, DG Boxing at fifty six. 60 East PCH in Long Beach. Uh, come on out, just mention Cochino. He'll work you out a little deal to get yourself in shape. If you want to get in boxing, it's all self-defense, competition, uh, whatever you need to get. I mean, like myself, I need to lose some weight. I need to come here, but I'm sweating, I think, all the weight off right now. And, and just call 562-986-9421 or go on dgboxing.com and check it out. Uh, go on, go on there and come on in. Just mention my name and come in. We also got a special deal. They got free shirts. All you got to do is come on in, get a DG boxing sticker, put it on your car, bicycle, bus, wherever you want to put it. And uh, we know that you did that. And you come on in and get a free shirt. So with all that said, we're gonna get this party started. Uh, our guest today, although we got, uh, we always keep it local. We got a, a, bo- a boxer in the house. We always try to, we are try, try to get back to the community by letting you guys know who's who's here and who's there and who's doing what. And today we got Mister. Gareth McDaniel. Everybody give it up for that. Woo, woo, woo. Hello, hello, hello. What's up, what's up, Gareth? How are you doing? I'm doing great. How are you doing, Cochino? So, uh, so you're born and raised in Long Beach. That's correct. That's correct. See, that's, that's what we like. So where where uh, where did you go to school? Let's, let's go to the beginning. What, what happened? So pretty much I've been in this area all my life. Um, I went to Kettering, which is an elementary school, I mean, a mile from here. I went to Hill Middle School, which is another mile here. Now that's that changed up. Then I went to Milliken, and then I went to Cal State Long Beach, and that was all within, you know, two miles of each other, if, if anything, you know. So you, you're really a native Long Beach? Yeah, yeah, native Long Beach. Wow. Yeah. And, and your parents, everything, you, 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 uh, what are you? You, you uh, <laughs> I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a mutt. Uh, but, uh, He's a mutt. I'm a mutt. Yeah, I'm half Mexican and half white, just whatever, white, German, I don't know. Mexicans, like a German Mexican chocolate cake. Yeah, pretty much, pretty much. Right. Leches and uh, Dutch chocolate, German chocolate, I don't know. <laughs> and you, you also, they say, but DJ, we're going to get into that before we get into boxing. But but growing up, growing up, you what, how, what did you start? You started boxing at well, what age? Uh, well, first I did uh, martial arts because uh, I was a fat kid. You know, I was just playing PlayStation 2, PlayStation 1, Xbox, See, whatever. That's what I'm saying. It always seems everyone, everybody we interview before they start getting into boxing, they're fat. Yeah, I mean, and, and that was definitely it. I mean, I, I was one of those kids still where I was just at the cusp where I was still going out and playing. But, you know, if if I leave me to be alone, I'll be, uh, you know, playing games for, you know, two or three hours, four hours a day. So I pretty much just got started uh, when I was 13, did the martial arts when I was like 10. And then after that, my mom was like, no, you got to do something else. You know, there's this great gym. That's up, uh, you know, half a mile from so, where so I'm at. Why did she stop you with martial arts? Why, why did she say there's something else? Oh man, it was just too much money, and it was too far away. As oh, financial. Yeah, it was financial, and it was, it was really far away. It was in like Los Al, Orange County, and from Long Beach, it's, it was too much of a drive. Oh, and so why did she tell you to pick up checkers or something? That that doesn't cost anything. So at ten years old, so let's let's say when you when you're a little guy, four or five, did you play any other sports? Baseball? No, or? no, I I I just. Struggle with uh, with any kind of sports that's team related. So I, I mean, not to say I'm not a team player because obviously boxing, you know, you have a team. But with with those sports, I don't know. I, for me, martial arts and anything that's that's physical, that's why that's what I enjoy. I enjoy I don't know fighting. I enjoy the one on one contact. I guess. 
Wow, so not, not too much of a team player. No, no, I guess not. <laughs> you just like to do it on your own. Yeah. So, so you got into martial arts. What, what kind of martial arts was that? Oh, it was Hapkido, which is like a Taekwondo. It's the same thing like Korean. It's a Korean martial art where you're just pretty much grappling, a lot of grappling, but some striking here and there. And that was it? That's all you did? Yeah, that was, that was all I did. And then uh, then after that, I was straight into boxing. Which, which mom ran out of money, so <laughs> yeah. she's going to have to try something else. <laughs> yeah. and, and, and boxing compared to like MMA uh, or martial arts, What's the difference in price? Is, is it that much of a difference? Oh in- uh, yeah, you know it was it was kind of difficult because you know when when you were doing the, the the belt tests, you would have to pay like x amount of dollars, and the and the farther that you go along, the more the test would cost. I mean, if, if you're getting into black belt, they they fly you out to you know do this like master black belt test, and it's like a couple hundred, three hundred bucks or something like that, and we're just like, no way, like. That's too much money, and it, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. It was too much. Yeah, pretty much at the time. And, and most a lot of that's discipline. Because sometimes I see like a little eight-year-old girl. She's a black belt. That's not gonna win. Yeah, no, no, I'm no. Kick her ass. And that, and that's the thing too. It's like some of it's kind of foo foo. I don't know. I don't want to be disrespectful, but yeah, I mean, it is. It's kind of just too much. So basically, you almost if you follow directions, you almost pay for your belt. Exactly. But it's exactly. good though in the sense of discipline. Yeah, yeah, and, and and that was just in that aspect. Like I'm not saying like you know in like Brazilian jiu jitsu, you know these those guys are like you know red belts or the lower belts and they were still like really crazy good in MMA but that was just I think that was more like you know it was like AYSO version of, of like karate or something like that I guess you could say so you came to DG Boxing is that where you started yeah yeah and um, I lived whew, I know it's bad for radio but I lived like in some houses that are back over over uh, you know a mile from here and um, I would just walk here I would just walk here after school and that's why my mom wanted me to come here it was just the location but was so close who, who found the location your mom your mom yeah my mom did yeah, your my mom, mom looked she, she really wanted to yeah yeah she did she was like oh you could just walk there you don't even need to i don't even need to drive yes. there to find anybody no she said, you just ride on your skateboard you'll be there in a second and you just ride back down right down the hill so you came inside what happened what, what was your experience your first experience oh <laughs> so the, okay a funny story that i do actually recall that i just uh that i just remembered so Part of the reason why I, after doing the Hapido thing, is, is I actually did a trial lesson here before I did Hapido, and uh, I was really bad at jumping rope, and it made me, like, pretty much quit. It made me quit the first time, so I left. And then, yeah, I did do Hapido. There was that one part that I did forget to mention. So then I couldn't jump rope, which was terrible. But when I came back and, you know, after a couple years of gaining some, uh, I guess, Direction and, and and being able to be a little bit more physically in tune with myself, I learned how to jump rope after doing that hapido for two years. So I came back here after those couple of years, and then uh, jumping rope was you know the first basic thing that I had trouble with. Nothing else, uh, I mean, other than just being kind of chunky. <laughs> so so you came in, you started boxing. How soon after that did you start uh, like uh, uh, doing some? Uh, Fight another, fight another kids. Uh, sparring. Sparring, I mean, sparring was just like one of the first things that just got me attached to boxing. And I, I can't even explain why. Were you, I'm not, were you an angry child? No, I, I don't know. Maybe I could have been an angry child. I don't know. I did I did bad things, but I wasn't like, I never bullied anybody in you school. You have brothers and sisters? No, I don't. And that's, that's the thing. I, there, yeah. There so I, I never. Had no one to play with. No, no, no one to play with and no one to bully on me. So I probably wasn't like, you know. I wasn't trying to fight anybody, but at the same time, if kids were trying to pick a fight with me, I didn't really, really let that fly. So, yeah, sparring was just like the first thing, and I mean, I would spar every day if I could. Uh, 
back then, when I was a little kid, I, I would love to spar. I was sparring pretty much, you know, uh, I to me, they were like adults, but and, they were like 18, 19 and you were kids. Still, you were still a heavy kid? Yeah, I mean, I was, I don't know, I was, I mean, when I, probably, I was like a, I was pretty big, yeah. Even for a little kid, I was pretty big. I can't really say how big I was, but I was definitely uh, a fat kid, you could say. And you contribute your, your weight loss to, to boxing? Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, definitely, um, I mean, I've I've gone through this, the phases of, like, competing and coming in and out of competing. And then, you know, I, when I was in school, um, I, I, I lost a lot of weight doing wrestling as well as, um, as doing boxing, too. Um, but yeah, just the fact that mixed between just staying active in high school and, you know, hitting puberty <laughs> and just getting skinny, I mean, that's, that's what's going to help. But the main reason why I, the, my the second weight loss after college was all because of boxing, nothing else, um, just my boxing and diet and just learning how to, how to, um, train really and just getting dedicated to training is I lost a lot of weight after after college. I went from 185 to like 135 in a matter of a few months. Wow! wow. And then, yeah. so, then I know your mom got you in the boxing to do something different. But what was your inspiration for for boxing? So my inspiration really is is my great grandfather from Arizona, um, Arizona Joe Rivas. He was a, a pro boxer um, in Mexico, and he was licensed out of Mexico, and he fought in the 20s and the 30s. Um, and now he's in the the Arizona Hispanic Sports Hall of Fame. And pretty much, we have one of those. Yeah, yeah, we got one of those. Well, it's in Arizona, so you gotta take a little bit of a drive. But you know, it's it's worth a few hours of your your time. I think I would say so. Um, but when when I was a little kid, um, I, they, my grand my my grandmother would always tell me, you know, your great grandfather was a was a great boxer, and um, I have some of the stuff somewhere, and and um, I'll give it to you when you're older. And if, unfortunately, when she passed away. That's when I finally saw all of this stuff, and I, it came to me in a box, and she was like. Um, my mom was like, here's what, what grandma left you. And I, I looked in the book and I was just like blown away. I have this, you know, this leather bound uh, book from Mexico um, that's his pro license, you know, from the 20s. And it was just, it was astonishing. And I, I couldn't believe, you know, something this old was still intact and with his picture too. And I, they always said, you know, like you have his facial structure where your nose is flat. And I'm like, yeah, you know, that's boxing thing. But I was like, whoa, he, he really does look pretty similar to me. So that was a, a big inspiration because they always told me, you know, you take after him because you're the one that loves the box. And of course, you know, back then, if you're fighting 80 fights like he did, they're they're doing it wow. for a living. It's it's not. There's no such thing as as making a record look pretty back then. Right. Right. Yeah. Wow. That, that's cool. And, and then now, have you had any amateur fights yet? Yeah, um, I've had I've had uh, eleven fights, um, six wins, five five losses. But you know, there's some of those losses. Like I would your, say you're like your great great. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, my my record's pretty even. But no, some of those losses I would say are pretty pretty silly. But it, it, it's amateur and they're, they're so quick. But um, yeah, uh, that's that's where I'm at right now. Um, and uh, I mean, it, yeah. So where, where where do you plan to take the the, the boxing? Where? Um, you, I mean, you want to take it to the next level? Uh, you know, I've always, I've always wanted to. It, it's just the fact, of the dedication, and I know it's a grind. I've, I've got teammates here that have gone pro, and and it's, it's really, really tough. Um, I, it's still something I would have to think about more. But I'm already like an old man, almost in the, in the, the realm of pro boxers. Right, Twenty six right. is like you're, you might as well be pushing daisies when you're that old. Twenty six to go pro because these, you know, you got these guys, we're building these records for 
you know, essentially like uh, amateur, like you know, like Ryan Garcia and some of those dudes were there, right, like right. you know, the Olympics before you know they're even twenty one. Right. And it's kind of crazy, and you it's it's something to think about. And if you have work, it is pretty tough. But I've always thought about it. You know, it's floated my my mind definitely for a, a good year, a couple of years back. It was definitely something I was considering was going pro. And it's funny you said something about your mom. Uh, I was thinking about the, a, a funny uh, thing that happened. Uh, uh, that you said about having a black guy and coming home. Oh yeah, what, what, that yeah. was hilarious. <laughs> tell, so, tell people that. Oh, I mean, I, I'm I'm kind of the the gym rat around here at DG Boxing um, on PCH. So people know who I am. Um, I've always kind of just just had this like I wouldn't say cockiness, but you know, sometimes you need a little bit of humbling. And and I, my mom would be like, uh, oh, you know. I see you got a black eye the other day. Um, I thought you said you were the best, the best one around there. And I just started. I kind of had to laugh and she got up. And I'm like, hey, yeah, but you know it's boxing. You're gonna get hit. And um, yeah, I know. I black eye. It happens every once in a while. <laughs> That's cool. And, and you know what? You're, you're also a DJ. Yeah, yeah. So you're kind of young enough still to do. DJ. Yeah, yeah. I, I can still, you know, semi stay up during the night. You know, till two in the morning if I I really need to, and the money's worth it, of course. Um, but I've been doing that, I mean, pretty much the same time that I got into boxing. Um, another thing that I was thinking to my mom. And, and another thing that's not yeah. a team sport. Yeah, yeah. Eyes <laughs> on the DJ, eyes on the DJ. <laughs> you can't look anywhere else. So, no man. So you're, you're also a part of a hip-hop group? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, we're the natives. So, uh, we're based out of Long Beach, uh, too. Um, LBC. LBC represent. Uh, <laughs> um, the other guy, his name is Sanai. He's in their group. Uh, he's the rapper. Um, so it's just me and him. Uh, and uh, we've been doing this since high school, probably like freshman year of high school. I was in there, and we've uh, we've had a couple of releases on physical vinyl, mind you, not just not wow, just not just MP3, not just MP3. We've got a physical vinyl release, um, and you can get it here too in Long Beach uh, at Fingerprints, um, are for one of us. But um, we still have that. Uh, that was the Lost of the Natives album that came out a couple of years ago. Now, um, Sanai is going to be currently working on the the next album. Um, He's he's kind of doing his own thing too with his DJing, and uh, he travels a lot because he's a writer um, for for different music publications. And uh, he's going to Europe at the end of August, and he's going to finish the, the recording over there. So um, once once he gets done with that, we'll, we might do another tour again soon. Um, it just you know, we're playing it by ear still a little bit, seeing where that goes. Um, and I think that might be one of the, the last releases we do as the natives, and we'll see where we're going to go from there. Now, what any big clubs that, that you give a shout out to that you DJ'd or, uh, I mean, or you no, do a lot of backyard parties? No, I've done I've, whew, I've done the mix. You know, it's all hustle now. Any um, radio stuff? Um, radio stuff. I've done I've done a couple just like uh, Titan Radio Station, um, which is uh, CSUF. So I've done some stuff for uh, Cal State Long Beach. Um, not not nothing that you could turn into broadcast, but a lot of it's online now, as you know. Online is a really popular streaming thing to do, and I've done I've done. Definitely a handful of radio shows um, that were all online based. Um, I did another one too for the same guy. Um, when he moved from the station from Florida, I moved that, to that one. Um, but um, just in Long Beach alone, Quesara, that's like a really yeah, popular yeah. spot right now. Um, that bar has totally changed around. I've done Quesara, Federal Bar, a bunch of Harvells, um, some stuff in LA back in the day. I used to do some of the big EDM clubs, uh, Avalon Hollywood, which is like. One of those, you right, know, right. you stand in a line for a few hours and you get right. in and you spend like a hundred bucks on two drinks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> one yeah. of those ones. I, I remember those days, but it yeah. was, I went so far back, it was only $20. Yeah. Now it's a hundred bucks to get a freaking beer or something. Now it's like, thanks, you know, gas money doesn't even call, cover half my drink or a tip anymore, you know? It, it if, does. If you're going to, if you're going to, yeah, drive out your friends, you better give me something more, you know, some extra gosh. 
That is cool. Hey, Garrett, you know what? It's been a pleasure talking to you. Thank uh, you. Do you have any, any shout-outs? Do you want to give a shout-out to mom or, or friends? or And let, let people know your social media, what you're on, so they can start following you and, and get at least two or three more uh, people on your on your, on your social media. Oh, yeah, <laughs> three or four. Um, no, you know, of course, big shout-out to DG Boxing here in Long Beach. Um, without without DG, obviously, I wouldn't be here with you. And I wouldn't have, you know, any sort of career in boxing, which, you know, if I'm here, I've been here for 13 years. Wow. It's, it's going to be, it's got to be the best place in Long Beach for boxing. But um, shout out to my mom for getting me into it. Um, you can find me on Instagram at Gareth M, G-E-R-A-T-H-M. Um, shout out to the natives, um, Sinai, he's my, my dude. Um, and uh, yeah, just everyone else uh, out there. Thank you. Thank you, Gochino. Oh, you're welcome, man. You're, you're here. Now, Gary, that's, that's what we do quite a bit. If we don't have a big star, because we don't need the big stars in there, we, we like to keep it homegrown, so that's why we keep it in the LBC. So when you hear somebody coming out of the, uh, out of Long Beach, we're, we're definitely going to interview them if they're doing something for the community, if they're giving back, and, and we're going to do that upcoming upcoming comedians, upcoming fighters, upcoming MMA. Uh, we'll always have them here at uh, DG Boxing. So uh, thank, you once, thank you once again, uh, Garrett, and uh, good luck with your DG. DJ and your boxing. Thank you. Thank you so much. All right, guys. Hey, thank you guys thank so much for checking us out. And don't forget DG Boxing 5660 East PCH right here. 562-986-9421. And make sure you guys go on my Instagram, Cochino underscore comedy, or you can go on Facebook and go under Comedian Cochino. And we'll talk to you and see you at the next episode. Peace. We're out of here. Thank you. Woo-hoo.